You're listening to a BGE podcast. another episode of the blind grilling experience my name is chris peltz i am the most interesting griller in the world and we are talking about stuffed pork tenderloin today and we're going to talk about some apps and accessibility issues as well so stay tuned Welcome back to the podcast, folks. Oh, man. I tell you what, it's, uh, man, it's, it's just this weather. I can't, you know, it seems like every week I'm going to be talking about it's just this up and down ride that we're having in this weather. But hey, it's been beautiful and nice, been 60 degrees, and we have been firing up the grill. We've been cooking quite a bit, it's been awesome. And we'll be talking about that in just a few minutes, give you guys maybe a few ideas. Uh, If you're looking for something new and amazing to throw on the grill, we're going to be talking about that. But first of all, I want to talk about some of the accessibility issues that we run into for the blind and visually impaired because, you know, this and this has to do with blind grilling because, you know, when we do posts, whether it's on Instagram, whether it's on Facebook, we're trying to reach more people and, and get things out there, trying to share posts. We we depend upon the accessibility features not only on our devices such as the you know whether it's an iPhone or Android but the you know the applications themselves you know Facebook YouTube Instagram every time there's an update you know the blind and visually impaired community is just kind of like holding their breath wondering. Are they going to fix what they did last time? Are they going to mess something else up? Is it going to, what's going to happen now? And how's it going to change my usability? My, you know, whether or not it's completely accessible or am I losing features? We just don't know, which it, it, it just a bummer. It just sucks, really. Well, Facebook had done it again, that's for sure. And so, you know, you're scrolling down, and it took me a while to figure this out. But you know, usually when you're going through your newsfeed and things pop up, you, know, you can swipe with the voiceover, the screen reader. You know, on my phone, you know, I, I could swipe up or down, and it, you know, it would give me the option if I swipe down, like, swipe down again, react. You know, and you know, and I could either you know, double click on like or double click when it says react and go to a, a love or a care, or, you know, whatever it is. Or just keep going to comment or keep going to share. Well, those options are gone right now in this latest update of Facebook that I'm dealing with. You can't do that. And it's been that way for, you know, the better part of, you know, or a week now. And and it took me a little while to figure out what was happening. How am I supposed to, you know, share these things to my groups, to my pages 
to the other things that I manage, whether it's for the church that I work with or whether it's you know for blind grilling or or some other page that I'm managing. And uh, finally, there was somebody who had commented on one of the one of the groups that you know as I was going through my feed in frustration, there was a uh, a post that was expressing frustration as well on the same thing and how if you want to interact you have to you know activate and, and open up each individual post completely uh, and then get to those options as, as far as the the like and, and the things and so it just adding extra steps so it while it was still accessible it was adding multiple steps where as before you know th- those steps weren't necessary; they weren't required, and and then having to figure that out, right? I mean that that was another thing. You know how I don't know how sometimes people figure out these steps, but you know having to go through that it it is frustrating for us. And so you know I went for a week not sharing or liking posts that I wanted to share or like. I was able to do it on Instagram, but I wasn't able to do it on Facebook, and I was really frustrated with that. Yeah, but now, you know, and now it just takes me a lot longer to go through that until the next update, and who knows what will change then. And so, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. I, it's frustrating. Um, you know, there there's a uh, a YouTuber, Carrie, on accessibility. And, and and Carrie, I've known Carrie for quite some time back when we were really heavy on the YouTube channel, and uh, she had, had a YouTube channel uh, back in the day, and now she's getting back into it. But... Uh, She's done a few things and and had several uh, polls and surveys or questions and things like that that she's been doing on her YouTube channel, Carry On Accessibility. And one of them I remember was about workarounds, you know, and the frustrating thing, you know, just because we're blind or visually impaired, why do we have to come up with workarounds? Why aren't things built in? And on the initial surface, it sounds good. Then I've, you know, I've kind of gone back and forth. But you know, when it comes to being blind or visually impaired, I, that's what we do, right? Accessibility is a workaround in and of itself. And so I, I thought about that. I need to get Carrie on here. I need to uh, invite Carrie to uh, sit in and do a podcast with me and talk about some of this accessibility uh, issues and things because I, I think she does a pretty good job. She's an Android user. But she's done a really good job kind of going back and forth and, and talking about differences and contrasting uh, Android uh, and iPhone pretty well. So uh, I, I need to see about getting her on the podcast so we can kind of hash out some of these things and talk about it maybe from a different perspective. Or or maybe uh, we're more along the, on the same lines than, than maybe I realize. But, um, you know, she's super sweet and, and it would be great. Uh, so we'll see what we can do on uh, along those lines. I do have some guests lined up over the next couple of weeks. Looking forward to doing some interviews and, and talking to some familiar voices for the podcast. And, uh, you know, hopefully things will go well as far as timing, nobody gets sick and all the technology works. And if that's the case, then uh, you guys will uh, be hearing some other voices besides mine on some upcoming podcast, uh, not just on Mondays, but maybe even on Fridays. So hopefully that'll work out pretty good as well. Um, man, I tell you what, Wednesday, I was uh, trying to think about something to grill 
And, you know, because it was beautiful weather again. Again, we you know, we had you know, upper 50s, 60 degrees, and it's like, man, you got to fire up the grill, right? You got to do something. Well, on Wednesdays, we do feed a few other folks. We have uh, some college-age uh, group of people that come over and eat supper with us before we go to church uh, for our Bible studies. And so we were trying to think, what, what are we going to feed them? And I was like, well, let's just do a pork loin. And it just so happened that Ryan Lane from Lane's Barbecue had uh, posted a recipe and then you know shared a few videos of other guys doing various things with pork chops and pork tenderloins. And, and, and while they were slicing them, right, they were slicing them into thin slices, pounding them down as flat as they could and and then uh, and stuffing them and with various things, rolling them up uh, the and these slices that were stuffed, and they were calling them Cuban cigars, and using Lane's Barbecue's uh, Cubana rub and their Southbound sauce and and uh, wrapping it in bacon, throwing it on the grill. So uh, it, it sounded amazing, but I didn't want to take the time to do all of that. So I thought. Yeah, I'm going to change it up a little bit, and I'm going to keep the tenderloin, or the the loin, sorry. <laughs> I think I had a, a podcast on the difference of those <laughs> back in the day. Uh, a pork loin, not a pork tenderloin, but a pork loin. And um, I, I'm going to keep it whole, but I'm going to open it up, all right? I'm going to split it, um, and you're not cutting all the way through, but just opening it up and pounding it down and getting as flat as I can, and then I'm going to stuff it. Now, I changed it up slightly because um, I'm not a big fan of, of pickles. I eat pickles on burgers, and that's about it. And, you know, if um, if I'm asked if I want them, I'll say no. Uh, but if they just come on a, you know, on a, a burger, that's fine. I'm not going to throw a fit about it. I'll eat it. But, um, you know, if, if, if they specifically give me the option, you know, I'll, I'll say no. I'm just not a fan of, of pickles as a whole. Um, but, uh, and that was in Lane's Barbecue's, uh, recipe was the Swiss cheese, ham and pickles. And there may be a few other things as well as seasonings and things. Like I said, their Cubana rub and their, and, and their Southbound sauce. Well, I was, I was going to change it up just a little bit. I was going to do the, 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 uh, Swiss cheese and the ham, right? So I, I get it. I get the, the loin, uh, the pork loin split, get it pounded down, get it sprayed with some duck fat. And then I just went ahead for a little change up of things. I, I used some of this spicy apple seasoning that we usually use for our pulled pork. And I hit it with that. First of all, then I put down the Swiss cheese, I put down the ham and then we uh, closed it up. So this pork loin is going to be stuffed with Swiss cheese ham. It's got the uh, spicy apple seasoning all over it. <clears throat> we tie it up, get the the grill set to 275 degrees indirect, and I put the pork loin on the big green egg. Flame boss set to cruise control, right? 275, everything's going great. And about halfway through, so the 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 pork loin is hit around 105 degrees. You want to take it to 140, 145. So, uh, you know, right when it's about that one one oh five, you know, you know, or so, I took some Elaine's apple pie seasoning rub out, and I hit it with that. I, I just 
just shook it all over across the top of that pork loin and let it, you know, continue to, you know, stay out there until it reached internal temp of between 140, 145. And then I was going to then take and, and sear it, maybe use the sous vide torch from, uh, from grill blazer and, and sear that pork loin. But I had a buddy over who had come over early and uh, was going to eat with us. I went out to sear it. We opened it up and he's like, he's, he's like, dude, I wouldn't touch it. I would not sear this thing that, you know, that hitting it with that season, that sweet sugary apple pie rub from Lane's barbecue. It, it just put this uh, glaze on this pork loin. And so we pulled it and we sliced it up and it was so freaking good, man. It was amazing. And just, you know, it had that, that hint of apple, you know, because I did, you know, that apple seasoning, that spicy apple, even on the ham inside that pork loin, it was on the outside, but then you know, we hitting it with that apple pie rub from Lane's barbecue just did a little something extra. It, it just really sent it over the top and it was it was it was just phenomenal, absolutely amazing. And so, if you haven't done a stuffed pork loin, it, you're missing out. You are absolutely missing out. And I've done them in times past. I, you know, I, I've I've done several. There are those who have recipes out there for stuffed pork loin where they'll actually actually put apples in the pork loin, but um, yeah, I, I mean, I've done you know cheeses, uh, you know cream cheese and onions and and some vegetables and and various things of course you can always wrap it in bacon nobody's going to complain about that uh, you know all, all kinds of things your imagination can go wild and it it will turn out great especially if you just keep up with your internal temp and so you, you guys got to give it a try you really do got to give it a try because it's <clears throat> yeah it's it's great it really is great um so with that said, we're going to hear for a little bit from one of our sponsors and get into our next section. This episode of the Blind Grilling Experience brought to you by Kick-Ash Basket. For all your grilling accessories, check out the Kick-Ash Basket for phenomenal airflow, the Kick-Ash Can for easy cleanup, the gloves, all the accessories that you need to make your grilling experience even better. Go to kickashbasket.com. Folks, Kickash Basket uh, and Flame Boss and Ryan Lane from uh, Lane's Barbecue all helped out and uh, gave us some uh, some product for uh, sending some packages uh, out. We got one shipped up to Jeremy up in North Dakota. Uh, great hearing from him. He did a, a burger cook for the first time with his Flame Boss uh, and the Kick-Ash Basket in the grill. And so I uh, heard from him. The burgers turned out great. Things, you know, he, he's loving the independence and loving that. So we're, we're thrilled to hear about that. Uh, Tony down in Texas, uh, we... Uh, he, he's been a, a Flame Boss user and a Big Green Egg user, but he has uh, done a few things that I'm pretty impressed with. He's he's made a smoker, kind of like a refrigerator icebox smoker, and 
uh, just kind of piece some things together. It's really cool to hear. It, it kind of reminded me, if you go way back to our blindsided episodes, the very first blindsided episode that we did, the very first Big Green Egg package that we gave away in Illinois, you know, was uh, to uh, to Mr. Cox. You know, he he had done the same thing. He had made this uh, this vertical, uh, you know, icebox smoker, uh, and it was just really awesome. It was it was just really cool, and so um, you know, it, it was really neat, kind of hearing how all that was done. Well, Tony down in Texas did the same thing, but he was looking for a uh, a way to kind of monitor those cooks in that particular smoker. And so uh, we sent him down a, a flame boss uh, Wi-Fi thermometer. And so uh, helping him to keep track of cooks uh, there as well. And so it, it's really been cool. Great hearing from those guys and the cooks that they are involved in and um, just, you know, how much they enjoy being able to have that independence and do those things. We just really appreciate uh, them and everybody who contacts us, the emails we get, the encouragement that we receive. And so uh, it it's just really been uh, been awesome. Scott down in Alabama, the Scott here in, in Missouri who's contacted us, uh, Sean. And I mean, just we, we could go on. There's several emails and uh, texts that I receive. And I just really appreciate everybody uh, listening to the podcast and tuning in. And, and we've got some more to do, right? We we are set up and ready to get some more uh, packages out there and and delivered, at least partial packages. We we do not have the means at this point to do uh, things like you know the full big green egg package like we had done in times past. But um, but we do have some sponsors to help us get some of these uh, partial packages out and help people you know, who have some grills or are able to, you know, maybe they can they can get the grill itself, but they're unable to then get the accessories because I know these grills are, are not cheap. They're not, they're, they are an investment. I mean, you talk about these Kamado grills such as Big Green Egg, they have lifetime warranties, right? These So these grills are, are great for those who are blind or visually impaired, not only because they'll last forever, but because you can touch them on the outside and not burn yourself. Um, you know, while they get hot, they're not like metal grills and you're leaving skin behind. So um, it's just it's just an awesome tool that is out there that is beneficial for those who are blind or visually impaired who love to grill, love to smoke, whether it's low and slow, hot and fast, whatever it is. And so, um, you know, anything we can do to help get folks going and started in that and, and to be able to do it independently and fully accessible, which is where, you know, the flame boss comes in. So that's, that's awesome. And we're so thankful that they're, uh, you know, that they've jumped in with us again as well. Uh, so, uh, be sure and, uh, you know, check out, you know, all their, their products. Like we said, uh, you know, Lane's barbecue has just a ton of rubs and seasonings, uh, sauces. Not only that, but they are now sold in all of the Academy sports uh, stores. And so, you know, maybe you've got a grilling store close by, but they're not selling Lane's Barbecue. Well, check out the Academy sports and see if you can find his rubs and sauces there because, man, they're, they're just good. They're worth it. And, you know, not only great folks, great people, uh, but just amazing flavors that he has put together for all that. So, uh, we're thrilled uh, to 
you know, include those in the packages that we're able to send out um, as well. Man, I tell you what, you know, the 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 pork loin was amazing. That no doubt about that. That was really great. But uh, we've got some more cooks planned, and hopefully, yeah, I really want to do more videos. Videos are just really difficult in my situation right now. Um, you know, not only with work, but my wife's work and everything that we've got going on. It's just, it's really hard to find the time when doing a video, you know, when we're actually cooking is, um, there, there's a lot that goes into that. And, and so it, it just really hasn't been able to fit and mesh together. And while I can throw some things out there, I, you know, I don't like throwing things out there that just aren't any good. And while I've done it a few times, I've always kicked myself and wish I hadn't. And so, um, yeah, that, that's a kind of a unfortunate aspect of, you know, you know, the blind and visually impaired part of some of this, but, uh, you know, I don't know if you guys are interested in some of the technology, you know, that we use or, you know, maybe, you know, some of the microphones and things like that. If you're interested in either podcasting, you're interested in doing some videos, some vlogging, things like that. Uh, you know, I, I've messed with a lot of equipment. I've tested a lot of not only microphone systems, wireless, wired, all of that. And, you know, if you guys are interested in that kind of stuff, let me know. Shoot me an email blindgrilling at gmail.com. And I will definitely do a rundown on some things that I think, uh, you know, are, have some benefits uh, for those who are blind or visually impaired. Um, while it's, it's hard sometimes to find things that are completely accessible. Uh, <clears throat> it's definitely, there are some things out there that can make life easier. No doubt about that. And so, uh, again, it, it comes down to that thing, you know, you know, what kind of workarounds are there? You know, do you need sighted assistance for initial setup or can you do everything completely blind uh, from the very get go? And, uh, you know, unfortunately, there's a lot of things out there that are just not, uh, you know, ready to go out of the box for someone who's blind or visually impaired. And so when you find those things, you're 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 thrilled right? And you're excited about it. Unfortunately, sometimes they're not the best product. And so, you know, we think we've got to settle for something maybe that's not the very best or not even on par, you know, just, uh, you know, sometimes for the same price, there's definitely better options out there, but, uh, you know, for quality and, and things, but they're not completely accessible. And it's unfortunately, sometimes we have to make that trade-off. I, I just... Uh, I hate that for us, but sometimes that's, that it is what it is. So anyway, folks, we're going to be dealing with some rain this week, but I do plan on uh, getting out to the grill again throughout this week and, uh, and getting some cooks done. I am wanting to do a brisket pretty soon as well. Uh, it's been a while since we've done a brisket and I'm, I'm really missing it. I'm, I'm really wanting some brisket uh, I think they've come down on price a little bit, it seems like, here recently. So maybe we can actually afford to get a brisket and cook one. So we'll see how that goes. But, yeah, it's uh, uh, definitely on my list for some some cooks here pretty soon, uh, along with, you know, probably doing some burgers and maybe even pizzas out on the grill. Uh, I know some others who have contacted me plan on doing some pizzas on the grill and, 
Uh, and so I'm excited to hear how those turn out for folks uh, who are doing that also. And so uh, it's, uh, man, hey, you know what? We just, you got to love food. You got to love food. One more update I'm going to give you, and then I'm going to get out of here and let you guys get on with your day. I will say this. The air fryer, I've been using the Kasori Dual Blaze air fryer, and I did some uh, some reheating of leftovers. My daughter, who was in town from Alabama, had come in, and she fried up a whole bunch of chicken breast. And, you know, I can eat that cold. That's fine. You know, in fact, I would rather eat it cold than ever throw it in a microwave to heat it up. But I thought, you know what, I'm going to try heating this up in the air fryer. And so I threw that chicken breast in the air fryer at 390 degrees for six minutes. And wow. I mean, it was, it was almost like it had just been fried. I mean, it, the, the, it was just, it was crispy and yet still tender and juicy. I was, I was blown away. I was shocked, you know, because usually I'm just eating leftover fried chicken cold and, oh man, being able, I mean, it was like it was just cooked out of the air fryer practically. I mean, that was awesome. And so far that air fryer, when it comes to accessibility, you know, I did a, I did an episode on this. Uh, well, I got lucky, I think, you know, uh, all right, you know, getting it initially set up, you know, we unplug it, we'll put it away, we'll get it out, put it on the counter, I'll plug it in, and I'll just tell my uh, A-lady to set air fryer to this temp for this amount of time, and boom, it works, it, it, it goes. And so, you know, as far as something that's accessible, that has been, and it has, it has worked out well. It definitely has worked out well for me all right folks again we appreciate everybody who not only tunes in and downloads the podcast but shares it out with all your friends and family and groups and lets everybody know about the blind grilling experience remember if you're looking you ain't cooking